Welcome to the BAM Podcast. That's right, BAM, business and money instead of bitching and moaning. This is the 2.0 version of the top three podcast, True Underdog. This will give you an inside look at building a business, overcoming business and personal issues, and most of all, not bitching and buying into this bitch-ass cancel culture lifestyle. I'm tired of it. I'm sure you're tired of it. Take it from me, who I've built three companies and have done over a billion in sales in my time. You're going to hear from cool-ass guests as well on my show. You have zero time to bitch, time to make your move. Let's fucking go. Bam. Bam. Jason Waller here with the Business and Money Podcast. That's right. Business and Money, Body and Mind. It's called the Bam Podcast. That's right. I'm your host, Jason Waller, previously the host of the top three entrepreneur podcast, True Underdog. That's right. Used to tell the story coming from the trailer park, uh, no high school education, no college education, building, you know, multiple businesses doing that. This one is about business and money, experience, knowledge. This one's about body and mind, overcoming issues, learning how to deal with stress, building confidence, things like that. During these shows, I'm going to be able to tell real life stories, knowledge, wisdom, dropping some bombs and dimes for you and making sure you're able to take your life to the next level with any knowledge and experience I can share, as well as bringing some really badass guests on that can come out and help educate you, tell you their story as well. It's also kind of an F cancel culture type podcast, right? Meaning like, we're not going to sugarcoat shit. We're going to shoot you straight right from the hip. No excuses, no side talk, no lip service. It's the real, it's the raw, it is J-Dub, Jason Waller host, BAM Podcast. That's right. So today's episode, I'm going to start with the first episode here for the BAM Podcast. I'm going to take a little sip of my uh, my squirt, right? Everybody loves some squirt. You dirty minds out there, quit thinking like that. It's a soda, okay? Squirt. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to name this show How to unfuck yourself. That's right. How to unf yourself. Okay. Listen, bad shit happens to all of us. Always happens. Things happen. Things out of our control. Sometimes it's our fault. Sometimes it's unfortunate, you know, coincidence, but you got to take responsibility. We can learn how to manage disappointment and make better plans for the future when we take responsibility of any kind of issues that are ours. I'll use my own personal experience. For those that don't know, I was the uh, previous CEO of a company called Pink Energy, used to be Power Home Solar, and uh, built that company from the ground up. It was like my fifth child. I, I loved all my employees. I loved all my customers that, that gave us an opportunity to allow them to own their power. And, um, you know, for seven plus years, uh, we were a thriving company that was adding jobs, that was uh, giving customers great products and services of of solar. And um, we had an A plus with the BBB. We installed solar on five NFL stadiums, one major league baseball stadium, a college stadium, you know, all the awards that you can win for the executive team and for the organization, lots of philanthropy gave millions and millions of dollars to different foundations and, you know, was just so excited to be a part of. And we had an issue. 
um, with, you know, we had normal growth and that's where we're going to take responsibility. We, you know, nobody's perfect. No company's perfect. Every company, especially as you grow, you have some of your issues, right? You, you have a percentage of your business that you have to go back and fix or you, that you did somehow like that's part of natural growth. Nobody's perfect. Even Disney has some of their issues, but we were able to mitigate and maintain and, and handle, um, those issues as we grew year over year with over a hundred percent growth in most years, you know, going from, you know, uh, up to 40,000, almost to 40,000 customers, you know, during 2022. And we were able to mitigate and manage those issues. Like I mentioned with the growth, but when we had a wave of customers, meaning like, you know, tens of thousands of customers with systems and failing parts with Generac. And I can't comment too much because we have an ongoing litigation against Generac, but the, that when you get a wave, when you go from 800 phone calls, you know, 800 out of 40,000 customers, you know, you have a couple of customers calling a few times to so call it a four or five, 600 customers calling you a month with questions, issues, concerns, problems. And it goes north of 30,000 calls in one month. There's a problem. And I always say, you know, our team didn't forget how to install solar and they didn't forget how to sell solar. Of course, there are some of you out there that we've made mistakes on. And to those, I, I apologize. I, I own it. I wish there was a way that I could wave a magic wand and, and you weren't in that situation and different stage, you know, whether you were partially installed, you were fully installed, you were operational, whatever. We made some of those mistakes along the way, but a vast majority of the problems came because the manufacturer's issue um, with what we call a Snap RS. I've actually got one here. And the Snap RS here, um, this is important because we're talking about how to unf yourself, right? The Snap RS here is a Generac Snap RS 801. Um, you know, Generac knew it was failing, had firmware out there that was turning systems off. And so people would get systems and they're just not producing. And so they assume that, oh my gosh, Pink Energy sold me something that, that you know, they promised they couldn't deliver on. And that's not the case. For seven plus years, we never had these issues. The 40,000 customers picked us for a reason because we were the best. They believed in me. They believed in my team. They believed in the company. Or they wouldn't have picked us. Those customers aren't stupid. They're smart. They did their research. They picked the right company. We just had the wrong product. In most cases, there are some customers out there that have issues, legitimate issues that have nothing to do with Generac. It's not many of those customers out there of our issues. We were looking and analyzing and it, it was a very, very small percentage of the issues we had weren't Generac, but those were escalated because, you know, when you have issues, you want it rectified. You don't care what the issues are, what other outside problems are. You signed up with a company, you want it rectified. And I understand that and I respect that. And I'm sorry for that. Had we not have these things burning up and being shut down with firmware to tens of thousands of our customers where their systems weren't producing and they feel they were bamboozled or they feel they were ripped off or they feel that it just never worked or something was wrong and it's not their problem, it's not general problem, it's pink energy's problem. If we didn't have north of 10,000 customers having these issues all at one time within a wave, I mean, last I saw it was like still 9,800 customers failing on Generac's platform that we installed because of that, still having a PVRS lockout. If we didn't have that, we could have handled a roof issue here, ran over a mailbox here, questions on this panel here. Like we could have been able to mitigate the normal growing pains that you have. Of course, we're not perfect. We exploded and grew, but we were able to manage that growth year over year over year and maintaining an A plus with the BBB and maintaining a 4.2 online social with Google and Facebook. Like 
we were able to do that. So I have the uttermost faith in what our team was capable of and was being capable of until this wave of of customers that were all messed up and not working in different stages still had the same issue um, created a problem. And they were confused. We were confused for a couple months investigating, like, how is this happening? What's going on? Until we figured it out in late spring, early summer of 2022. And we cornered Generac and we made them send out a letter. Uh, they only would send out a letter, the ones they knew were failing. And, you know, and then we started having to replace these and spent tens of millions of dollars replacing these parts, not getting compensated um, fully from Generac, re giving rebate checks out to customers for months free that their system didn't work because of these parts, not getting reimbursed by Generac. And all of that created the demise of the business. And so, um, you know, I take responsibility for, you know, choosing Generac as a vendor. Um, for trusting them. I take responsibility for not being able to manage and mitigate the other escalating issues. These ate up all our resources. I mean, we went, like I mentioned, from 800 phone calls to north of 30,000 a month. We went from having 80 install teams installing new systems and 25 service teams to over 85 service teams and 20 install teams. Our whole business model had to flip to go replace hundreds of thousands of these little pieces. Each one of these goes on the back of a panel and works as an ignition switch. And when one fails and they send out that firmware, it shuts off the entire array and an array is eight panels. So if you got 24 panels and one failed and they were at north of 40% failing rate, then guess what? You had a third of your system off and you didn't know for several months, neither did Pink. So that's why there's a lawsuit. It's unfortunate. We fought the fight the best we could. Um, company filed bankruptcy, breaks my heart. You know, people uh, are angry and they have a right to be. And I'm sorry to those people. I wish there was more we could have done. Uh, my business partners and me, you know, loaned the company millions of dollars to cover payroll and expenses towards the end, took ourselves off payroll in early April and fought that fight. And I share this with you to, you know, state the facts of the misinformation out there, but really to let you know that, you know, everybody plays a part in the issues. Everybody's got to be responsible. You know, bad shit happens. There's nothing you can do about it. You got to be responsible for what you're responsible for. And we're responsible for those customers that weren't Generac issues. And I know that their voices are loud and they should be. And I'm sorry for that. Um, but the, you know, tens of thousands at once that came in with the other issues ate up all the resources, all the phone calls, all the service tickets, all the replacements, all of the bad complaints. And it just eventually just crushed us. And you know, we sued Generac and quit selling their product in, uh, I think in August, 2022. And, uh, we started to feel like we could turn things around. Sales started to pick up. The BBB gave us back our A plus rating and cited that we switched product manufacturers from Generac. So they knew there was an issue. So we really felt that, but it, the cash dried up. The cancellations skyrocketed. We had to lay people off, which was unfortunate. And so, you know, in this podcast, you know, this is the BAM podcast, business and money, body and mind. Um, I want to apologize to every customer out there, whether it was a Generac issue or our issue, I'm sorry. And I want to apologize to all our employees that, that we let you down. We couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't succeed. We couldn't stay open. We tried really hard and I'm sorry. Uh, we did everything we could always trying to do the right thing for the customers and for the brand. So, um, that is that story. Uh, and that is behind us now, right? We are looking forward and still asking Generac for a national recall to make every customer who has these failing systems whole. 
Uh, I've now seen two class action lawsuits and a class action lawsuit for you out there. Don't know. It means, you know, several consumers got together and other consumers can join the class action lawsuit uh, going against Generac, one out of Florida and Pink Energy wasn't even in Florida, so it's not even our customer. But a lot of dealers are experiencing the same issues with their consumers that Pink Energy was experiencing. Failing parts, not producing what it's supposed to, shutting off, lockouts, all of that. And so there was a class action lawsuit out of Florida, and then now there's one in Wisconsin. So um, justice may be served eventually um, to where Generac has to make these consumers whole. And for our customers, we filed bankruptcy. You know, if it's not a Generac issue, it's a Generac issue. You know, make sure that you file the claim. And in our Generac lawsuit, hopefully uh, the trustee gets to the end of the lawsuit and pushes it, doesn't settle early to get enough funds out there to make you guys whole as well. That's the plan. Uh, and I hope that works. Um, I don't gain anything by still asking for a national recall. And I, I don't gain anything by still, you know, trying to go out there and, you know, set the record straight. I do that for the consumers that need to know and have knowledge and wisdom. And I do that for those employees that, that we had to lay off. So that takes care of that part. Now let's talk about the future. We talked about how to unf ourselves and stop playing the victim, right? Taking responsibility. And you know, that's a version of how we can do that right there. Um, nobody's responsible for your success except you. And feeling sorry for yourself will never bring you success. So, you know, in this, the, these moments, it's been hard. Like, you're like, what could I have done differently? You know, how do we make this right? You see these families, you see these customers, you see these employees, and it breaks your heart. And people have never ran a business before. I'm telling you, you know, running a business is like your child. And if it fails, it's like losing a child. Like, you have to grieve and you're upset. And it's hard. And you know, I'm a big believer of being optimistic and the glass is half full and we can survive and we can get through things together and, you know, always put the customer first and always have integrity and always figure out how to make things right. But, you know, when it came, it came like a meteorite shower, just, just bombarding us. And we couldn't, we couldn't catch our breath. I always say, um, and I don't know what it's like to have cancer. I've lost family members to cancer, but I'm going to use this, uh, this example and analogy. But it was like our business was a normal, growing, functioning business that like a human being, oh, I'm going to get the doctor. Okay, your triglycerides are high. Here's a pill. Okay, great. Hey, you got this. All these things that you can mitigate, maintain, right? Um, and then all of a sudden we go to the doctor and they say, hey, you have, you have stage four cancer and you're going to die in two weeks. That's what happened to Pink Energy. It was like, what? Like we we're staring at the barrel within a couple of weeks going, we, we can't stay open. And so it was the one of the scariest things I've ever been a part of. Like, it was tough. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. But um, I believe God is great. I believe things, you know, things happen for a reason. I don't know what this was. And I believe things will be made correct. You know, it just takes time. These class action lawsuits, things like that, kind of get some justice out there. Uh, kind of shows, you know, what's going on and shares some truth, right? But... Um, I go back to what I just said, that you have to um, be responsible for your own success. Uh, you're also re responsible for your own failure. And, you know, you, you can beat yourself up and sit in it, but the best thing you can do is put it behind you. You know, our eyes are forward, so we need to stay focused going forward of what we can do to better ourselves. So what experiences did we learn from those struggles? And you know, I'm not going to feel sorry for myself. I'm going to involve myself in rebuilding, you know, a podcast 
um, you know, putting my name out there and being able to help people when they need help. Of course, I've got a lot of haters out there. I've got a lot of upset people out there. And again, I'm sorry. Uh, and that's why this is kind of like an F cancer culture thing. Like I, I'm not trying to gloat. I'm trying to say, I'm not going to let you affect my day that, you know, if, if, if you understand that I'm just trying to help people and be a better person, great. If you want to just hate me to hate me, um, sorry for you. I'm not going to waste my energy on you. I'm all about kindness and love and drive and, and, you know, resilience and, and, and doing things the right way and focused on moving forward. And so I think that's important for people to understand how do you move forward and you move forward by setting new goals and you move forward by, you know, saying, what, what is it I want to do with my life and where do I want to be and how can I, you know, use my abilities, right? Throughout this process of building up, you know, three companies and, and, you know, being pretty successful at it until, until I wasn't, um, you learn a lot and, you know, there's a lot of value and a lot of attributes I can bring to the table to emphasize and use those abilities. And so that's what I'm going to do. Like I'm going to be out there being forthcoming in this podcast and do some motivational speaking and do some consulting and things like that, that I can get involved in that can really make a difference. And, um, you know, I, I love the opportunities that I have in front of me. I love the people that still believe in me and, and know the abilities and things that I can get to. Uh, but for those that don't believe in me, like, I don't give a shit about you either though. Like I, I feel bad for all our customers and, and for them, I care, but ex employees that hate me and all this other nonsense, hate the world is full of hate. I don't have time to hate. I'm not going to waste my energy on you. I'm driving on the interstate. I'm climbing these stairs. I've got zero tolerance for it. I can't give you my time or put you on the map for it. I'm just not going to do it. And so um, I think it's important for anybody in situations like that to, to disregard those kind of people and those thoughts and those feelings and stick that shit to the side. Okay. Another thing uh, you got to look at is, um, you know, if you stop calling successful people lucky, right? So, you know, I don't believe in luck. I believe that lasting success rarely comes as a result of luck. You have to position yourself correctly to recognize opportunity and be able to act when it appears. That positioning is the result of being perceptive and taking action. And that's true. You know, you can't look at someone and say, oh, you're, you were just lucky and that's why you're running that business or you're just lucky and that's why you're an NFL quarterback or you're just lucky and that's why you're, um, you know, a great podcaster or a, a great musician or a great singer, or a great actor. Like, no, you work your ass off. You put in the work, you put in the effort and you take action. You know, to be successful in life, which is fulfillment, you've got to take action. You can't waste your energy and time on waiting for the stars to align. Right? You, best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. Second best time was right now. So you may be listening to this podcast and you're like, man, if I could only get lucky and maybe this was my situation. Or if I, if I had a little money, I could do this. Or if I knew somebody, I could do that. You're the writer, the producer, the director, the main actor in your fucking life. You choose what you do. You choose what you're going to do with the day. You choose if you're going to take a risk to try to, to, to get a reward. Like scared money don't make money. I said it in my book. You have to go out there and take chances on yourself. You have to bet on yourself. You have to be confident on yourself. You have to do all those things, but you have to take action. 
Sitting there talking about it is not taking action. Sitting there wishing you would is not taking action. Sitting there pondering it, going back and forth is not taking action. Taking action is taking a step forward and moving the system and the process along the way to get results. Actions equal results period. You've got to do that. There's no such thing as luck. There's, he worked his ass off more, therefore he had better results. That's not luck. That is effort. Okay. So you've got to make sure that you're paying attention to that. Um, <clears throat> some people are born rich. Some people are born poor. We can't always control our circumstances, but we can control how we react to them and overcome the challenges, right? So focus on the things you can control and forget about what you can't. You know, I didn't come from anything uh, special, living in a trailer park, not going, you know, to college. My parents didn't have a lot of money. Uh, you know, we were broke. And that doesn't make me better or stronger or less than any of you. It just, that's my experience. And so that experience made me go, hey, I want to have more than what I had as a child. I want to make sure that I put my kids in a different position than I was in. And I want to make sure that when the when the unicorn rides by, I jump on it, that I take my chances, that I, I risk things to be who I want to be. I don't settle for less. I don't sit in there and play in other people's movie. I play in my movie. And... I write the script and I control the destiny and I control the efforts and I control the results. And that's really, you know, when you sit and you blame like, oh, it's not fair. Like they had that given to him. Oh, it's not fair. You know, it's because of, you know, their gender or their race or, you know, the, the contacts they have. It's all bullshit. Like, you know, I'm not saying that stuff doesn't happen. I'm saying, what can you do about it? Nothing. You can't control it. But what you can control is your efforts and you can control your actions and you can control your results. And that's key here. You've got to control those results. Very important. Um, the other thing is uh, stop, stop being a bitch, right? Life will try to beat you down, but it can only win if you let it. Develop a desire to perform even in uncomfortable situations. You'll already be ahead of 99% of your competition. I go back to Kobe Bryant when he was like being there two or three hours before everyone else. And he did that seven days a week where they only did it five. And he said every day he was gaining more hours of experience on them, you know, more skill sets on them. And he was separating himself. You've got to do the same thing. All right. Don't be a bitch. Don't complain. Just put in the work, put in the effort, put in the practice get the results you want. You just got to keep pounding and then just learn from your state, keep pounding and then just learn. And then you'll eventually that wall breaks and you're through it. And you're like, holy shit, I got through it. And then you just keep pounding on the next wall. You have to put in the work. Bitching and moaning will get you nowhere. The BAM podcast, business and money, body and mind. What it is not is bitching and moaning. You can't be a bitch and just whine and complain and point the finger and have the victim card and blame everybody else. Like, blame yourself. Life is like a golf course. Your score is your score. Everybody's got the rough. Everybody's got the water hazard. Everybody's got the out of bounds. Everybody's got the same. We all got fucking problems. Everybody, you watch someone's social media and they tell you, you got fucking problems, I'll tell you they're lying. They're lying. They're lying. Everybody's got problems. Everybody. So what do you do about it? Well, you quit complaining and bitching about it, right? 
and you find a way to focus on the good things in your life. Glass half full. How do I get to the next step? How do I be persistent? How do I be resilient? How do I get through to this? What do I do to take the next, the next step in life? How do I level up? How do I not sit in the same position I'm sitting in every single day? How do I make myself better 1% today than I was yesterday and 365% better next year than I am this year? How do I do that? Well, you do that by putting in the effort. You do that by setting small goals. You do that by taking the stairs and not looking for an elevator. You do that by not looking at the top of the 100th floor saying, I got to get there or else you look at the second floor. That's what's in front of you. And you focus and you get small wins and you get small wins and you get small wins and you continue to do the process. And when you do that, you'll be 99% ahead of all your competition. That's a fact. That's what you keep working on. Okay. Now, if you got it till here, you're at least in a good attention span. Let me ask you this. You, you know, I hope I've got everyone's attention, but if you want to learn in real life, how to build a business and how to scale business. You've got to take some chances. You can read all the books you can, and that's going to give you some knowledge. You can listen to all the podcasts you can, that's going to give you some knowledge. But the best knowledge you're ever going to get to do any kind of venture off on your own is real life experience. You're going to have to take some chances. Maybe you only got a few thousand bucks. Make it a side hustle. Don't just quit what you're doing. Make it a side hustle and grow and learn from it. Maybe you've got several, 10, 15, 20, $50,000. Take a chance. Bet on yourself. Bet on what your intuition tells you. Bet on what you want for yourself and the results you want to get. Bet on the opportunity. Don't sit still. Don't point the finger. Don't just wait for something to happen. Make things happen. That's the difference between people that are go-getters and people that just ride along. you got to ask yourself, are you a lion or are you a sheep? Are you a buffalo or are you a cow? Are you going to take ownership of your movie? You're going to take ownership of your life? You're going to take ownership of your results? You're going to take ownership of your mistakes? You're going to take ownership of what you're going to do next? Or are you going to blame everybody else? You're going to sit down and whine and cry and complain. You're going to find a way to not do things. Are you going to look for reasons to not be successful? How about looking for reasons to be successful? Change that mindset rather than, oh, I'm not going to be able to do this. When I, I am going to be able to do this. Change I'm not or I can't to I am and change that mindset every single day that you can and you'll start seeing the results that you deserve and the, desult, the results that you want in life. Now, uh, this was a short episode. It was our first episode. I hope you enjoyed the BAM podcast, business and money podcast coming straight to you on Google uh, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, all of them, our YouTube channel, IG channel, the BAM podcast. Make sure you check us out. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a positive review. we got some swag coming out. F cancel culture, cancel this, you know, all these cool things. Be a Buffalo, be the storm. We've got some cool swag coming out. Make sure you leave reviews. DM me, we'll get you some swag. Uh, check out the podcast, check out the YouTube channel. I appreciate everyone out there. BAM!